who's a fat boy? Welcome back. We're in episode 13. Let's chew some fat. Everybody get a hunk of fat. I don't care if there's a whale near you or a cow or a pig. I want you to be chewing the fat because we chew the fat on podcast fat boy. If we do anything on this podcast, it's chewing fat. Talking about us eating the fat. I love fat. <laughs> I, loved, I love chewing the fat. We made it to episode 13. 13, that's an unlucky number. Hopefully it doesn't break the podcast. I don't need any more bad luck. Okay? So everybody, you know, you're listening to this on your your iPhone or your Android or or your computer browser. Everybody do a little pray for podcast, fat boy. Let's keep it going. Don't shut it down. No one needs that. Nobody needs that. Oh, I'm uh, I'm in the uh, Charlie Bucket studio right now. I'm just doing a little intro because yes, guys, we do have an interview today. It's a pretty uh, pretty decently sized one too. So I'm not gonna try and do my uh, my ranty boo banty. I'll give you a little bit of an update, but you know, not too much. I don't want to tire you guys out, but I want to pump you up. I'm the opener. I'm the opener for the interview, and I'll get to that. <clears throat> but first, you know, lots happened. The Oscars were a wreck. Did you guys watch the Oscars? My God. <laughs> oh, man. What a what a shit show that was. Uh, but that's that's definitely how it should be because, you know, liberal America is spinning right now. They've been spinning for a year, and it you can just see it's like they're, <laughs> they don't know what to do with themselves. It's great. It is great. Um, it is Wednesday. I stick to schedule. Guys, we are six episodes into the reboot. We've almost matched the amount of episodes that I've done uh, in the, the first go-around. And that was over a span of, oh boy, over a year. year and uh, 14 months, I think, uh, was the distance between all the interviews. Wow. What was I thinking? Got to stick to the sketch. You know, so recorded a great interview on the weekend, and I'm gonna play that for you guys. Um, well, I just woke from a nap. It's uh, you know in the evening on a Wednesday. Uh, real tired. It's been a crazy couple days. You know, my uh, nephew was born. Shout out to Emmett, your first podcast shout out, Emmett. Cute as hell. Very cute. Came out looking very cute. Not mangled like old Matt. Me, I was banging off my mom's rib cage. I had blood between my skull and my skin, apparently. Well, you know, more than you should. And, uh, uh, you know, I had four sip scars on my face. I, I, I looked like a monster. They had to take my pictures twice after I healed. If anyone finds those first pictures, I'd like to see them. I don't know if they were burned or what, but... Uh, you know, I prob- they probably didn't know, like, if I was human or not. I was just all deformed. You know, it explains a lot, doesn't it, guys? Explains a lot. 
But, you know, I was tired. We got back from seeing him doing a lot of driving to there and back to uh, the the west side of Ontario. And, and uh, yeah, you remember how I had that audition last week? And I was talking about how, you know, I was going to – I had to take off my shirt and I felt uncomfortable. And it's, you know, one of those, like, body gag commercials. Well, guys, I got a call back. Can you believe it? Crazy. Went to that today. Did not go well. Uh, 100% did not book it. Know that. And a nice little tidbit that was told me by another actor in the in the waiting area right before I went in was that one of the, the director is uh, an Oscar-nominated director who just, just came from the Oscars. I'm not going to say who he is because I don't want I don't want his name to appear through algorithms because, you know, he might have... Uh, he might have some algorithms going to uh, anytime his name gets mentioned. Who knows these Oscar people? Who knows what they get in that gift bag? Anyway, he 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 went right from you know the Oscars to pretty much Toronto to work on this fucking commercial. That's how you stay humble, folks. Okay, that must have been fun at the after parties when 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 Jen Aniston's asking what you're up to next or. Or uh, Warren Beatty sweating profusely and just looking for chit chat, and you're like, "I'm shooting a commercial. Can't we can't cast it? We tried in Vancouver, now we're on the Toronto. Can't find our guy. Uh, definitely didn't find it for me because, guys, I didn't even get to that stage where I got naked this time. He he knew. He was like, "I do not want to. <laughs> I've seen enough. I've seen enough of this." Um. But, you know, it's a $50 callback check for us union actors, and uh, that's pretty much the story of my life. That, that'll that be my memoir, you know, uh, Matt Duncan. Uh, uh, what should we call it? Matt Duncan, uh, <laughs> 50 bucks is 50 bucks. Um, my journey paying for bills. Uh, it's a working title. I'll, I'll work on it. But, you know, 50 bucks is 50 bucks, okay? I love 50 bucks. Boy, I'm going to pay half my uh, phone bill with that. Oh, what else is going on? Uh, before I give you my fitness update, just a little more. Uh, bums, Bill Paxton died. That really sucks. Bill Paxton, I really like Bill Paxton. I liked his career a lot. I liked how he navigated himself through Hollywood life without, you know, being a, a, a party to scandal um and he got to be in a lot of cool things and not have to worry about doing good films all the time he did a lot you know every once in a while does a shit film that's what you want to be as an actor meryl streep even does shit films i guess she does all her like oscar ones that she gets nominated for every year but she does shit movies a lot of shit half her movies shit half her movies you know very good performances um so yeah bill paxton died uh i you know as a as a child I was uh, very obsessed with uh, the weather, tornadoes. It's uh, me and my friends. We were um, really hoping for one, you know, n- not understanding the destruction of what a tornado will actually do to you. Thinking it's like a, a cute, cuddly cloud twirling around. Um, never into the devastation of it. But if if I wish that they only existed in wide open farm fields. And as I was driving, I was driving out to, uh, driving down the 401 on Sarnia. Sarnia! That's where I was uh, going to see my nephew, Sarnia. 
And uh, there's a point where you get on the 402 there, and it kind of opens up, and it's all farm fields. Kind of, you know, it's kind of like the open road. It's nice and opened up. I like it. I like that part of the drive. And uh, but then you get hit. You get hit with the solar power uh, wind turbines. And uh, for me, with my ADD, my undiagnosed ADD, I, uh, I it's very hard for me to focus at that point. Driving becomes very dangerous for everyone involved. Uh, no, it's okay. I'm I'm pretty good about it. But but I uh, yeah, I get distracted by them, and I got a thinking about those suckers being, you know, if a, if a twister blew through those, ay ay ay, if those things come loose, like those they're pretty scary i'm kind of afraid of them because yeah like that thing flying through the air would be like a fucking solar powered ninja star <laughs> solar powered ninja star diddy diddy uh <laughs> i don't know why i'm yeah it's, i'm singing that but uh just picturing that going through uh the air that that's way worse than a cow flying um you know if I have to, if you had to deal with that in a twister, fucking giant dart, not dart, but star. <laughs> you know, it wouldn't exactly be like that. You wouldn't even get that grunt out. It'd probably just take your head right the fuck off. So, uh, yeah, that's so, so I'm being distracted by them while driving and then thinking about Bill Paxton, you know, running from, uh, these solar powered ninja stars. Uh, <laughs> if, uh, you know, uh, I don't know if that, uh, the Oscar nominated director, uh, not, not for directing, but too many hints. Sorry, I'm giving you too many hints that this guy is, but, uh, if he, uh, wants to do Twister 2.0, maybe that's a, that'd be a fun scene to, uh, computer generate. So things coming loose and just uh, giving everybody haircuts, knocking our toupees off. Guys, it's not the first time I've been in the presence of an Academy Award-nominated person, okay? I shot a commercial with one, so yes, I'm a big deal. It's a huge deal in the commercial world. Every once in a while, they, you know, it's like Annie Coffin working at a restaurant. They like to come back and... Uh, and and remember remember the grassroots remember the the people in the pit ring the cattle bell and hang out in the pit so that's that's nice it's like i i'm i'm sure he's doing it pro bono too i'm sure i'm sure he's not getting paid like 150 grand for two days of shooting that's that wouldn't happen would it <laughs> he's probably getting paid a fuckload guys enough of that rap bill paxton my fitness update before I play this interview. See, I've already gone too long. I'm holding firm at 222 right now, and I'm very surprised by that because I eat like shit the last week. I had a I kinda I kinda just fell back into a big pile of pizza on the weekend. I feel like I had a lot of pizza. And then after the whole Oscars thing, I like I was like, oh my God, this is so stressful. Drove to McDonald's and ate a Big Mac. After the Oscars, that's what I did at like 11.30 at night. And the woman at the window was very upset that she missed the Oscars. Wouldn't even say hello to me or nothing. Just like, what are you doing here, idiot? Uh, Yeah, so I did that. And, you know, I was kind of thinking at that point, ooh, scale's probably going to be going back up. Scale's going to be going back up. But it's not. 
So that's a good sign. And I'm very happy that I've lost six pounds because, you know, there was a point where I was, I was almost 230. Okay. That's, I can't get more than that. That's not going to happen for me. I'm never going to get that heavy. Um, so yeah, I think I'm in like a Zen place now where I'm just not gorging food too much. Trying not to, I think. Just not getting as many calories. Uh, um, so that takes us to our interview because I need to know what's going on in America. You know, I don't really plan to, 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 to plunker my roots there at any time, but fitness is very interesting in the States because they are the fattest country in the world. That's a fact. America is the fattest. They have the most highest obesity rates. They are turning back the clocks on our life expectancies single-handedly because kids are getting so sick and chubby and diabetes and heart problems and stuff because they're, they're just not exercising. There's no need. So who better than former guest from the first time round, Billy Hushmandy, director, writer, philanthropist. <laughs> I don't know if he's a philanthropist. Um, he's out in uh, California. He's out in the San Francisco. Um, so, you know, I talked to him years ago when, during the first time and I was like, okay, this was great. We had a lot of fun talking about carny food and rap music and stuff, but I kind of need you to move to the States a bit and be my correspondent out there. And he's like, what the fuck you want me to do? Like get a girlfriend in San Francisco? And I'm like, yeah, if you could do that, that'd be great. At least you have a home base. So he's like, all right, I'll work on it. And he did. He worked on it. And uh, he went out to San Francisco, found himself a lovely gal. And uh, so he's working for the pod. And, you know, like he's been waiting years. So I think they've been together years now. And like he's really been waiting on this reboot. So finally we get him on the phone. And we're going to talk about what's going on out there in America. What is, what, what's going on with him and his fitness regime? Like, is he, is he, is he thin? Is he fat? Is he long? Is he tall? Um, mustache, beard, what's he got going fitness wise? Um, yeah, so we're going to have, um, we're going to, we're going to swing to Billy Hoosh and we're going to have a nice little chat about, uh, the state of America, uh, uh, the state of, you know, technology out there. We're going to, we're going to blend right into it, talking about how shitty technology is in San Francisco and how ironic that is it being the uh, tech capital of the world. So thank you for sticking by. It's episode 13. Let's go to the interview. Thanks for listening. Subscribe on iTunes. There's the thing in the description. That would be awesome. And enjoy the interview. Bye. So nothing. really what you're saying is like, San Francisco has this kind of reputation of being like the t- the tech capital of uh, at least of America, right? Because we know everywhere yeah. else in the world they're way faster, way ahead, in like Japan yeah. and shit. But uh, when you go there, everything's fucking broken down. Are they are they using uh, like dial up internet and shit still, or what? <laughs> Maybe there's one like street 
street in San Francisco that has like fiber optic, super fast internet and something like that where everyone goes to work at and, and everything works there. But here, maybe that's why they have all these campuses like the Google campus and the Apple campuses in the middle of nowhere. They probably have good internet there. Yeah. But the rest of the city, uh, everything's com- Comcast. Yeah. Everything, everything that's good is on that hill where the celebrities uh, live. And you said there's no transit that goes there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Up on the hill where all the zombies can't attack. <laughs> that's that's where all the good stuff is. All the internet. The, there's no buses, nothing, no Rick shop pull you up there you have to uh drive a car does uh a- would my fucking uber can i get an uber up there or do oh. you have to walk to the uh to the border of this rich part of uh, san francisco i wonder i wonder if the uber network zones out the rich places to just keep these uber there's something new here called skirt skirt and skirt okay. this is a new thing here where um it's one step further than uber where you can just request someone's car. So someone who's like down and out and needs to make that car payment, they can just give their car to us, rent their car directly to a stranger. You, they just drive up, give you the car, and I don't know, they walk home or take the bus home. Somehow they miraculously disappear <laughs> and you drive their car around for a day or two or whatever you pay for the negotiated price and then you just return it to them. Isn't that that's what I heard? Uh, what uh, Elon Musk wants to do with uh, Tesla, like w- one of his like last big uh, reveals he did, didn't he say that he wants to like have a world essentially where everybody's just like you can like call a car in your app and yeah. it'll be a self driving car and you'll just like yeah. like you'll be able to lease out your car essentially to like the Tesla fucking app and uh yeah like go do your groceries in this like self-driving car (laughs) and then when you're done it goes back to the guy's house yeah no essentially that was like that's like the one of the end games for uber which a lot of these uber drivers don't realize that they're it's like the industrial revolution again or like how cars are manufactured eventually it's just going to be robots taking over their jobs they yeah. took over the jobs from the taxi cab drivers <laughs> and then they're working to help them fund to create the technology to then lose their own jobs and have the robots take over yeah like so, yeah it's uh it, i don't know what the battle's like out in san francisco but in toronto it was like it got pretty fucking heated here between the taxi drivers and shit like uh, here i think they won like the tech here wins those yeah, battles yeah it's just like when i tell people stories about in canada where like we have uh laws against uber and now laws against airbnb so like a slumlord can't just straight up airbnb all their apartments and shit and not rent to long-term renters and stuff like that we yeah. have legislation against that and they're like whoa that's crazy not my America. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. Like, because now the, in Toronto, there's a $10,000 fine if you're illegally using uh, Airbnb. And they, they handed it down to one guy and, like, who was renting out his house to, like, fucking teenagers. And they were, like, trashing it. And, like, yeah. somebody, like, got shot <laughs> in the house. <laughs> so, yeah, they, like, gave a $10,000 fine. But I'm like, at the same time, it's like, yeah, Uber's probably, or not Uber, Airbnb's probably, uh, brought in like four million dollars in tourism to the city just for people that's true you know it's like but i understand because now now you got the hotels that are fucking pissed at you right so yeah um, yeah it's crazy and i think they have a different taxation thing too they have to pay some extra money to like 
the government because they're a tourist spot or something. Yeah. And uh, Airbnb, you don't need to. You don't, well, none of that stuff. Yeah. I think, I don't even know how, I don't even know how that works, claiming that as like an income <laughs> and how you do your taxes with all that stuff. Right. Maybe the Airbnb website has a place that you just click and a T4 pops out. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how it works. Well, but, uh, for people at uh, home uh, who have been listening, this is uh, Billy Hushmandi. Uh, calling in from San Francisco, the, uh, <laughs> the Northwest, Northwest part of California. Do they regard themselves so. as know. that? They, they call themselves the Waterloo, Ontario. Of the, the world. Oh. <laughs> 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 I guess that's true. Cause that's where uh, Blackberry's from, right? Uh, Waterloo, <laughs> yeah. which is yeah. where my cousin worked before we went to Amazon. He was at fucking Blackberry. So yeah, you just go from. You go from Waterloo to Waterloo of the world, which is it's one one rim job to another. <laughs> so, <laughs> what, what's it? What's it like? What's the vibe out there? I don't know much about San Francisco. Um, are people fit? I mean, it's a big tech city. Are, are, what's the Fitbit? Um, what's the Fitbit the percentage? Fitbit, I think it's more <laughs> mainly Apple watches. Oh yeah, here, fuck but, Apple uh, Watch. Uh, people in the city, yeah, people in the city are. Um, fit they're eating sushi they're walking around um they're ubering but um you still see the whole span of different uh body types out here i guess as you get further from it's still america after all yeah yeah (laughs) it's still it well i i kept discussing this with uh, uh my girlfriend as like the body types people in in the states just seem bigger and like just more uh i don't know angry just bigger bigger people (laughs) yeah not bigger as in like even the bone structure seems bigger than all us dainty snow people back home (laughs) and i don't know what that's all about i i don't know how that works it must have something to do with the the food here compared to the food back home oh absolutely it's it's pumped full of all kinds of stuff right like uh they definitely don't have as as strict laws as some other parts of the world as far as that. Like you see the, the change in Europe. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, like everyone's eating high fructose corn syrup there and uh, drinking lots of like uh, milk pumped with HGH and uh, they're fucking... <laughs> 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 they're turning into they're mutants <laughs> well they want they got to keep building you know like it's like you look at china or you look at india like and they've got like billion people armies like this is mm-hmm. how this is how america's like quietly building their army so everybody joins because like the the fat people they could just like be a fucking wall they could be like they could just that's be... that's trump's wall <laughs> yeah just a bunch of fat people <laughs> at the border yeah <laughs> <laughs> They drive up taco trucks to feed them, and there's a bunch of fat people holding the wall. Yeah, <laughs> that might be that might be one idea to get that wall finally built because it's like it's not a. But who will who will feed all these fat people? That's the problem. Mexico. We need, yeah, we need the immigrants to feed all these fat people. No we, one here. We can would cook. need them on both sides to feed them. Like they'd, yeah. we'd have them like some fat people facing north and some south, and like depending on which way they're looking, that side has to. <laughs> feed them <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's maybe that maybe that's one of the things they're thinking about because uh, like uh, talking about trump it's uh i don't know i can't even pay attention to it it's so fucking insane every day is different 
What's it like for you now? Because you've been going back and forth to the States for some time to uh, visit mm-hmm. Bethany. Um, a lot you... of people ask me this. Yeah, they I ask bet. Me, like, what, what's the political climate or what? how are things like there? And maybe it's skewed because I come to California. Yeah, because that's like I, super, it's pro, it's pro-Democrat out there, right? Yeah, yeah. The, big, the, the resistance is all out here. Yeah. But I honestly haven't seen difference at all. Everything seems to be just on the internet and through the attitudes of people. Everything here, I, I do not see a difference. And even going through the border, yeah, uh, I get less of a hassle than Bethany. When she goes back from Canada to America, they were asking her, like, oh, basically, like, why were you in Canada? What, what are you doing there? Why would you want to go there? <laughs> and and for me, the guy just stamped my visa. He's like, "Have fun, brother." <laughs> just, they didn't even they didn't even like bat an eye for me coming here. And it, uh, I mean, maybe I shouldn't be talking. So for now, now I'm going to go on some sort of list or something. Uh, and they'll, yeah, they'll disappear. No, they're definitely listening in on podcast, Fat Boy for sure. <laughs> yeah, they ha- hey man, they have to. All those people at the wall with oh, those yeah, wireless no. headsets. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Yeah, it just seems like, uh, yeah, I would imagine you're asked that a lot, too, because I don't know if uh, the listeners can tell from your thick accent, but you are from Iranian descent. (laughs) Yeah, I I think I heard people, like, if you have on your passport, you were born in Iran, I think then it's a different story. They would take me in, they'd take me in the back and probe me or whatever (laughs) they do. Probe you. Make me take my shoes off. And you know what? In in Toronto, going through that airport, you don't even have to take your shoes off anymore. They don't even care. Oh, really? Yeah. Pearson's like, (laughs) you know, it's nothing. It's like everything just got more lax in Canada. And even, I don't know. I don't, that's the hardest thing. People keep asking me this, expecting something like, oh yeah, there's like yeah. Gestapo checkpoints everywhere on the street asking for your passport and all this. I, here in California, at least, I don't see a difference besides all like the Democrats that are loud and angry against the president. Yeah. Maybe if I go into more rural parts. Oh of yeah, of California, course. But here, at least, well, at, right here, I, I'm in an area that's all uh, Mexican, so like, right. I, I don't, I don't see any any difference whatsoever. And I try to avoid reading all like the rhetoric and everything that everyone's posting on Facebook, yeah, because it's like that's the stuff that affects me. The real life stuff, I don't see anything that affects me, and I don't want to be like my perception tainted by this political like whatever hatred yeah Yeah, for sure like because it's really um it's building from every angle i find that like it's gonna get to a point where we just can't see clear anymore and we're you know we're just gonna start fucking stabbing each other because we're it's just there's too much chaos there's too much chaos and like with what's being reported and and yeah it's it's fucked up to have a president of like you know the most powerful country in the world like tweeting shit and like <laughs> tweet tweeting is like his like anger towards bullshit you know it's just like I fakenews.com yeah like or just he, he he's he's letting a fucking comedy show get to him like yeah. it's it doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any sense but uh, so, yeah, like, I don't know. I, I, I'm also trying to take the approach where I'm trying to stay away from it a little bit. But I am also traveling to the United States of America in a couple months. 
to go to Maui. <laughs> so, are oh, they, wow, is that wow, Trump? Maui, wow, Maui. <laughs> is that Trump? Uh, is that the Trump uh, state, or is that a Democrat? I mean, they were, that's where uh, Obama's from, right? So they must be all pro uh, Democrat there. I, I'm guessing they have to be pro Democrat there. But I, I, you're not going to have a problem. You're not going to have a problem. I don't think he'll see anything. I, I, I no, don't. They know. want me to like, come I, there and spend fucking money. They want exactly, me to... <laughs> exactly. I think if anything, uh, all this like rhetoric and all the stuff that Trump's doing—that's the wall. He yeah. created the wall by making people not want to come to the states. Right. That's the wall. It's just through the media, through the the fake. No, you're fake news. No, you're fake news. Yeah. And all this BS is making people say like, "Oh, America must be a really bad place. Let's just not go there." Absolutely. That's the soft wall. Yeah, but like, the soft there's nothing wall. going. There's nothing going on here besides whatever people are hearing on TV or from his Twitter. Like the scary thing is, all these distractions. We don't even know what really is going on. Yeah, we're just fighting at each other, cats versus dogs. Yeah, yeah. Just, like thinking, like, oh, what, what, what is going on? Is this like Russia? really taking over america is this the cold war what what is happening what is happening and we won't know until like 10 years later yeah when uh a a new president comes in and we uh we'll see what we'll see yeah we'll all be fat and we'll all be living on the wall it's like game of thrones it's like (laughs) that's where they send you they send you to the wall if like you you're a bad american just a bad if you're fat yeah that's a bad American. <laughs> you're a fat American you go to the wall <laughs> find a hole fit in the wall don't worry we've got lots of tacos if you face south um so you are in uh you're, you're in the midst of doing your master's in, yeah I, uh, I should have been finished like a month or two ago it's just like I'm I, I'm I'm just like oh you're at the tail end of it you're at the tail end I'm at end. the end of it I should have been done like I'm I'm just finishing up writing I'm like on my second draft of my thesis and oh, I just have to okay. just have to finish it finish it off send it's just like back and forth it's like it's not like a it PhD. To my you don't you don't have to fucking uh, defend your thesis or anything right you just have to uh it's a it's a bit of a soft defend it's yeah. not like you go in front of like a, a board of directors and all these people no. and you're just standing there and they start yelling at you this is basically it's because it's a work in progress that your professors are also looking over yeah um beforehand before you hand in the final they'll be like oh you might fail if you don't write like a couple more pages or some shit like that mm, yeah so it, it's it's not that bad um, it's just, I, I think it's because it's not that bad that it makes you not, uh, um, I guess take as much initiative to just get that shit done, which I should, I want to get it done because I'm starting to, I'm eh, getting, <laughs> I want to, <laughs> want to do other things. Are you still thinking about going for your PhD? Um, a little, a little less now. Yeah. I think first I want to st- go back to work in the private sector. It's always the grass is always greener. When you're when you're in inside of academia, you're like, oh, I wish I was just like working for a business or I might as well just work for a business. These guys are just like businessmen. Yeah. Whereas – and then when you're out of it, you're like, ah, I just want to go back to school. I want to go back to academia. So like it's at this point where it's like maybe maybe I, sh- I need to go back to uh, 
working for the man and then in my in my golden years yeah get that phd and be a crusty professor <laughs> sit on my pulpit <laughs> are you and are you planning back down to canada or are you starting to think about uh making the uh making the green card move to uh california it's it's still to the highest bidder yeah uh, whichever <laughs> whoever wants me let me try and get you a job at amazon <laughs> make make amazon great again yeah make, <laughs> make amazon amazon prime yeah prime time um yeah I, I i it feels like this trajectory like part of my education is like man i should just get a tech job since i was a kid i was always good at computers that's probably why i'm chubby chubby man is because i'm <laughs> sitting in front of a computer all the time regardless if it's for work or for pleasure i'm just in front of a computer yeah so it's like why why did i never like i ever pursued jobs in computers like when i talk to people who are like working here are people that are working for facebook or instagram or whatever yeah. they're like wow you're quite knowledgeable about this shit even yeah. more so than me what what the fuck who the fuck are you what the fuck is going on i'm like yeah I'm like playing video games in the basement or <laughs> yeah for <laughs> like sure that. man what the fuck else are you supposed to do in this world fuck you yeah, play video games or you work out and you know i'm torn between the two if you ask me um, have you been, uh, I mean, just to get back a little bit to the fitness thing, are you at least fucking walking out there? Are you, are no, you... <laughs> no, I, I joined a gym here. Oh, I nice. joined a gym here and here, like, um, there's, um, there's a chain, there's a gym chain here that I don't know. You don't do, I don't want to plug stuff. They're not going to give me any money. <laughs> We'll call them. We'll call them planet fatness, planet, planet fatness, planet fatness gym. <laughs> Planet Fatness Gym, it's it's like it's only like like ten bucks a month wow. for a gym membership here. Yeah. And it's like they have better equipment than my uh uh, uh good wife, good wife fitness back oh, at home. Oh god, good wife, yeah. <laughs> the good wife, um, the equipment's newer, it's well maintained, and it's like a fraction of the price of the membership. Yeah. So um I've been going to the gym. Yeah. Uh, pretty much Bethany's my personal trainer. Oh, nice. And uh, <laughs> I realized that my problems is I'm not uh, stretching enough yeah. before and after. So I end up getting all these bruises around my pelvic area and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to say it's from the gym. Right. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? From not stretching, your your body's bruising? Yeah, I don't Jesus. know. Like I, your, your, I, your muscles are like elastic snapping and then yeah, I, under your I, skin. So like <laughs> I, I, I don't know what I'm doing. And it's funny because this gym, I guess it cuts corners to like save on the price. They only have like one personal trainer there and it's a it's an older it's an older woman and she just like she watched us stretch and then was copying us stretching. So it was just kind of strange. It's like, what what do you do? I think she's just the token trainer that's there. It's <laughs> it's free. I think one day I might just go up to her and see, like, maybe get her to give me some guidance or at least, I don't know. It'd be funny. It'd be fun. It'd be fun to see. <laughs> but I've been going to plant uh, fit, uh, fatness, fatness and um <laughs> they're uh, here too right? the the planet fatness there's one uh, not far from me it's like a giant compound with like uh like a thousand uh treadmills i can see it through the window uh so yeah i guess that, that's an american brand eh? that's uh 
Yeah, everywhere. I, I think there's one in Burlington. That's the clo- oh, that would yeah. be the closest one to back home. Back home in um, Grim, in the Grim City. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, going to Planet Fatness. I want to. I want to walk more. Um, now that the the flooding ended here, there was like. Oh was, yeah, you guys had a big uh, storm. Yeah, there was a huge storm, man. Like you driving around the block and everything, every everything was down. Like they, there were sinkholes everywhere. Yeah, All the power great. lines were full, and it really wasn't that big of a storm compared to back home. Yeah, but just everything probably funnels there, right? Because everything isn't everything on a hill in San Francisco, and it just yeah, yeah, pretty much everything's on hills and shit. And there's earthquakes and. Do you, weird... Have you heard felt some tremors since you've been there? You know, like I, no, I, I, and I hear there, there's been tremors and stuff, but I never feel them or I never realize what yeah. it is. There's so many like loud motorcycles and cars and shit. Yeah, everything. You're just, constantly vibrating from so many other things yeah, that you can't yeah. tell anymore if there's an earthquake. Yeah, I just keep reaching for my phone. <laughs> 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 everyone's just earthquake happens everyone's just reaching for the yeah. phones and vibrate or some shit no no oh my god that's so true until the big one fucking hits that everyone's gonna be freaking out yeah everyone's gonna be dead oh. no more wall no more <laughs> no more people to feed the wall yeah but, <laughs> incidentally i had a i have a i have an anecdote i have a, a little story to sure, tell please tie, ties in um two different things one it was uh, last year, um, when I started my academic journey in writing uh, papers and stuff, one of my papers was selected to uh, be presented at a at an auto ethnography conference in um, St. Angelo, Texas. And I went to the conference, and at these conferences, they have these different little workshops and stuff where like people in academia can talk about whatever's new that they're working on these different theories. And there was one that caught my eye and it was, um, fat studies. Yeah. Fat studies. So, um, I went, I went to the conference and, um, there was two, two ladies, um, talking about, um, being overweight and saying that they have to have people that are overweight should have certain rights and they were um, comparing it to like they are just like uh, a racial minority, like a race, mm-hmm. or like a sexual orientation. So like kind of getting on like it almost it was like fat lives matter type of thing. Yeah. <laughs> and like I understand the like uh, bringing awareness to it. Like there's like I, I I don't believe in fat shaming. No. I mean when we talk about fat and all this stuff it's a bit tongue-in-cheek for us but like but like i don't i don't believe in like making fun of people for being overweight or what what have you yeah but they they were saying that it's their their right to be overweight and the doctor shouldn't be telling them to eat less calories or stop uh stop drinking uh sugar water or what have you and it, it was it was a little strange to me, I, I I didn't know, I didn't know how to take it because uh, I I I don't see. Maybe it's different here without um, socialized healthcare. Yeah, maybe that's a different like perception of things. Maybe because it's the land free, you're free to do what you want with your body. Yeah, 
But then when people need to accommodate for you, I don't know. I, what's your take on that whole situation? Well, it just seems like, uh, I mean, yeah, it, it's, I feel like we're in, we're entering a period now where people are more, uh, because people have been fat shamed so much and just like not even people that are actually overweight are being fat shamed. You know, there's this whole new movement of people that are trying to be, uh, you know, more happy with their bodies. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah, I guess it's kind of like a tug of war. Like, yeah, I don't think everybody, we can't get everybody down to a certain type of, of uh, um, like a, body shape right like they're mm-hmm. gonna always be overweight people it's some of it for some people it's genetic and yeah. uh and yeah like it's really all a part of how the whole country works why there's people like that like if there's a huge group of people that are are overweight which is the case in you know in the states not a lot of people are active a very small percentage mm-hmm. of people but it's like i think it all bogs down to you know it's not just uh it's not just people wanting to, you know, that are lazy and, and hungry. It's like they're not getting the fucking enough money to pay their fucking bills. So they're eating shit and like, yeah, you know, they're, yeah. they're mixing Kool-Aid because it's, you know, a lot cheaper than buying a fucking fruit juice or something like that. Uh, Drinking water. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> Clean I water. Yeah. Like, but, but then it, yeah, at the same time, it's like, I understand it more coming from here where doctors would be like, you know, telling people to lose weight and, um, mm-hmm. the, but the people there, I'm always so conflicted because yeah, they are like, it's, it's a way of life for doctors there. They make more money off of heart surgery than they do from just a physical, you know, like here it's like doctors get paid like one fee for you for the whole year. And it doesn't matter. Like you can come in 50 times or you can come in once. They'll still get that same amount of money. And did you know that they like freak out now here about you going to like, uh, like, I guess it depends on how your doctor is set up, but uh, I went to a walk-in clinic and my doctor called and was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I have to pay for that. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, what? Yeah, no, when I, when I, I think it was a few years back where my, uh, general practitioner, uh, for, since I, like, he, he was the one who, uh, delivered me, um, retired. And then I had to go get a new doctor. Yeah. She did a huge talk to me. She's like, look, you, you can go to the ER, but don't go to a walk-in clinic. Yeah. That's what they said to me. Go to an ER. Yeah. I'm like go to an they ER. Don't get that charge. Yeah, I'll be on the like I got a a little bit of a fever or something. Like I'll be on the the drop down the triage for fucking hours. I'll be there for days. Yeah. Jesus, yeah. and it seems wrong. It seems like you're clogging up the ER, right? Yeah, it doesn't seem right that you should go to the ER for something that um, I just need to go get some antibiotics from the walking clinic. Why do I need to go to a ER? So, but it's it, yeah, it's the payout thing. It's something to do with they get. They get fined or something. Yeah, yeah. They 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 evidently have to pay for your appointment, which is I just was like, what? What? <laughs> this is so insane. So, anyways, yeah, I'm like moving to uh, have a meeting with like a new doctor because I fucking hate my doctor. Do not <laughs> like how he handled that whole situation. But like this, I'm like going to a new place that uh, my girlfriend goes to, mm-hmm. and it's all like 
it's more state of the art. There's no receptionist. There's a fucking like iPad in the waiting room in like you like check in there and you know, it's like, so that saves a bunch of time. And then how does that work in Canada? Because like here in the States, okay, if you have good insurance, you can go to the good doctor where you can literally text message the doctor whenever you want and they'll message you back. That's what they're trying to do here. Like this place is trying to do that. You can, they're like, cause we only get paid this one fee. Email Mm -hmm. us, email, email us. If it's just something stupid, like you need a fucking uh, doctor's note for a massage, like email, you don't have to come in for that. Like, so we got that now. (laughs) It just depends on where you go to. Yeah. You just got to get lucky. You got to get real fucking (laughs) lucky because I just went to a new doctor too, before I go to this one. And it was like, it looked like a, fucking bodega or something it was like a pop-up in the back of a <laughs> like a shitty convenience store did you and, get like cheap gillette russian yeah, gillette yeah, razors? yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah i got oh that's right yeah we used to get those razors cheap <laughs> <laughs> i forgot about that place and like weird european cigarettes um god i hope it's still there uh yeah it's like essentially at the back of that place uh like a, a doctor's office popped in and i was like this is this sucks So, uh, yeah, moving, I'm really being picky with, uh, I know how hard it is. I said on the last uh, podcast, how hard it is to get a doctor, a family (laughs) doctor in Canada, but I don't give a fuck. I'm being picky as shit, man. Cause I've had such weird, one of my doctors just left and didn't tell me. I went back and she was gone. Yeah. She just (laughs) fucking left. I was just like, where is she? She was like, she's, she's gone. She's gone. (laughs) Like, fuck. What do you look for when you when you interview? Because you know the doctors one go. It's like they're interviewing you, but you should be interviewing them at the same time. Yeah. What, what? What? I don't know if you've. Sorry, I, I don't know if you've spoke of this already on the last. No, I haven't. Of, yeah. Like, what do you look for in a in a in a doctor besides a uh, internet savvy? <laughs> yeah, internet savvy is a huge plus for me right now. <laughs> um, uh, I like to see how long it takes them. I like to start a fucking timer on my watch and oh, see wow. and see how long it takes them to start to ask me about if I'm a smoker and uh, how much do I drink. <laughs> The, uh, the how much do I drink question the the last uh, because if you drink more than uh, four drinks in one night that's called binge drinking so uh, if you say like oh uh, you know on weekends I might have some she's like do you have more than one on the weekend I'm like yeah and then the, the, she she immediately labeled me a binge drinker and wow. uh, and she's like oh we should probably check your enzymes in your liver and I'm like <laughs> okay I've been I've grown up around alcoholics my whole life I think I'll I'll know when I need to do an enzyme test on my liver <laughs> I'm not there yet so because this is a huge thing too is that because my last doctor that I had that disappeared <laughs> I really I liked her a lot. So I told my mom, and I was like, Mom, you should go get it. You need a new doctor to get in with this one. This was years ago. Mm-hmm. And she, uh, so she had a consultation. As soon as she found out my mom was a smoker, it was just like total. It was like, like she was. You smoke? Yeah, like she, she was <laughs> a form of oppression waved over her. Just kind of like, you are a waste of the fucking healthcare system's money. Wow. And that's how they feel about smokers. It's just like. They they get and when you get cancer from smoking, they get fucking even more pissed when you like you know looking at looking at my stepdad who fucking had colon cancer you know like I don't know ten or fifteen years ago and mm. they still just kind of you still smoke what the fuck man 
Yeah. You know, like it's like I understand their frustration, but what the fuck, man? We pay taxes. Just treat, yeah, you guys just fucking the, treat me, man. Yeah, you pay the taxes on the yeah. cigarettes. Cigarettes cost <laughs> yeah. way more in Canada. Yeah. That should go to that. that should, <laughs> shut them the fuck up, man. <laughs> pay an income That's tax, true. and yeah, the tax on cigarettes. You should be able to fucking some of that money should go to like uh, your mortgage or some shit. Yeah. It's yeah, you, uh, way too expensive, but uh, but yeah, I mean I'm all for it. Fuck, guys, cigarettes are fucking horrible, and uh, yeah, like I, I went through social smoking stuff in the in the last years, but I'm like I hit a wall with it, and I'm like completely done with cigarettes. Where mm. I just don't I don't have any fucking need for it socially anymore. Um, also, because I'm trying to exercise, you know, I'm playing hockey, and it's like oh, nice, I. You, if you have bad cardio from smoking, it just fucking sucks. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, that's, uh, one thing I look for is just how, uh, are they ready to make me feel like shit or <laughs> are like this new clinic I'm really looking forward to because it's like, Hey, we're just like, we're, we're going to be here to help you with physicals and shit, but you know, it's going to change the relationship a little bit when you're who, who's ever emailed a doctor with a problem. Like it just, you, you know, you have telehealth that you call. Yeah. I, you know, and I, I bet if I call telehealth now, my current doctor will probably fucking text me and be like, I fucking <laughs> saw you call telehealth. Why are you doing that? <laughs> go to, go to the ER places. The place is empty. Don't you know? Jesus. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Getting yeah. shamed for I feel like you're you're from a small town. You probably have like the doctor who delivered you. Um is yeah. he still your <laughs> your doctor? No, he, he retired and recently he moved he moved out of our town and went to a bigger city and then he just retired. He he went to just picking and choosing who uh he just dealt with like some folks and stuff like that. But I don't know. I, I, I'm not, I'm not exactly in good terms with, uh, how that doctor, uh, dealt with my, uh, teenaged angst. Oh yeah, pres- for sure. He prescribed some, uh, unnecessary medicine. Oh Jesus. Uh, yeah. Look, the overprescription, uh, of the, uh, antidepressants probably, right? Like, yeah. Shell yeah. that shit which, out like candy. Which it could have been like that. That was a, definitely a generational thing yeah. at that, that moment in time. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, um, I don't, (laughs) (laughs) I I wouldn't want to go back to that guy. Oh, okay. So you you moved on. Do you have a new doctor? Dude, you fucked up my life. (laughs) (laughs) I would definitely go to the walk-in as much as I could. But no, he retired long. I think he retired 10 years ago. The doctor, when I went and got this new doctor, um, she basically asked me during the interview, like, what are you looking for in a doctor? And I said, just someone will prescribe me medicine that I need. And if I break a bone or some shit, at least just, just, I just want prescriptions and referrals to specialists. That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's, like, that's really what you got to do is get referrals to specialists. But the thing is, is that you, once you do get that, you have to go at least once a year or you'll have to go get another referral. Just a, just a oh. little uh, reminder for people out there listening. If you got yeah. a, if you got a real good urologist, <laughs> you got to see that fucker. Once a year, okay? Or you got to go back to your doctor and beg for a referral again. That's a hot tip. Yeah, it's a, hot, a hot tip for tip. referrals, guys. Um, uh, just before we end, we've had a pretty good chat so far there, Billy Hoosh. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we'll definitely have to see each other soon. I feel like I haven't seen you since I turned 30. Have I not seen you in like two years? 
Jesus. That's possibly possibly it. I don't think I've seen you in a while. Yeah, because so you, you were dealing do... with a lot of shit at your place, and now it's all all the family yeah. stuff smoothed out, which is good. So yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, you got, you got everybody back home in Grimsby. Everybody, yes. everybody's branched out across the world, and now they're all back home. You know, it's just it, like, except me, except you. <laughs> yeah, except me. I'm taking a break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm sure. taking a break after bringing putting that puzzle back in a fucking. <laughs> Yeah, that's a story. That, that that's in my master's thesis is the story of all that shit. Oh my that I god, did. that fucking crazy ass crap that had to go go on. But that yeah, that's that for was, it's that's a wild for, story. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's for another time. That's a tale for another time. Tale for another time. Or if you, or if your master's is public record, check it out. Be by Billy yeah, Ishmandi. Exactly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, one one other thing uh, that I had to ask before you go, just about San Francisco. Because, uh, mm-hmm. you know, obviously everybody immediately goes to the full house, the full house house when they go to San Francisco. Did you go to the full I, house house? I'm not yet. <laughs> not yet. I'm I, I, I still haven't watched that. What was that? That new Fuller house on Netflix. Fuller. No, thing. Wait, what? Didn't they do a new full house yeah. on Netflix? Yeah, it's called Fuller. Fuller house. Oh, Fuller. <laughs> you know, There's I didn't more people that. in the house. Who's, they're all who's having new? babies and like uh, fucking DJ's a widow and you know she's like you lost her husband in the war and you know you wow. got you got to have a widow as the 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 uh the the head of the family for the full house franchise so they had to kill <laughs> off DJ's husband and uh yeah he's never a patriarch I watched house. like the first half of the first episode <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't do it um but uh yeah they're having a no game. i haven't i haven't seen the full house or the fuller house bethany hasn't taken you for the walk to the full house jesus but that's a good idea <laughs> for a walk yeah there's your uh, walk man put it, put it in the full can i go in or is someone really live there no now? you don't want to go like in a... you don't want to go in because they only use the, ex- the exterior for the uh for the show like obviously the inside uh, is a giant fucking set somewhere yeah. that they put <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like I saw that that house was recently for sale for shitloads of money and they showed the inside of it. You got to peek inside and it's like that show could not exist in that place. Like <laughs> you, you couldn't like... shoot fucking anything. It's so narrow. Like if you look on the outside of the, what you see in that, like the intro credits, it's such a narrow fucking house. Like you could never fit a TV show in there. I'd love they to lie do to yeah, us. Yeah. I want to do a web show where we travel to all these, uh, sitcoms, where that like they've used exteriors from homes and you actually go into that home and you're just fucking disappointed and you just make the people that actually live there like feel bad about it about how like well we couldn't shoot this in here this is embarrassing <laughs> yeah, so, put that on netflix man yeah, i'm gonna put that on netflix i'm gonna try and get it on a uh, fucking netflix uh latin america or something <laughs> sneak on in yeah <laughs> sneak on in <laughs> um fuck man yeah thanks for uh doing the show uh, thanks for having uh, me yeah welcome back to the pod it's been uh almost yeah. four years since we recorded back in the uh, crab shack Wow. Um, wow. I, which I mean, I haven't seen the Crab Shack in years. No, right? you, the, the Crab Shack, now the Crab Shack is the summer home. And there's a new, there's a winter Crab Shack now. Where's in, that? 
You know that room across from the washroom that was like just before yeah, you know yeah. before the dungeon before there was Doom? like a kitchen or something in there wasn't there yeah, yeah now it's a full blown kitchen but a kitchen with a bed oh shit ah yeah is, <laughs> is, that, where, is that where Baba sleeps sometimes like he'll... Baba <laughs> sleeps there and cooks <laughs> and when he feels like it sometimes he goes to the the original crab shack and takes a nap there but, <laughs> but he spends most of his time in the new one the winter the crab new shack. one wow, uh, we, okay. we need to come up with the new name for that yeah other, we definitely do other... i'd like to experience it i'll definitely come down for a visit when you get yeah, back home it's, it's much due you need to come and, and check out uh both those spaces yeah yeah for sure man uh and yeah you know be safe out there and fucking uh i'll, I'll know, be vigilant america okay just fucking <laughs> you see any trump supporters or fucking uh alt-rights you smack them in the face is that what everyone's doing now? They're punching like, yeah. fucking Nazis. Punching Nazis <laughs> left or right. <laughs> I got my right hook, my left slugger, or is that make sense? Left slugger. Yeah. I got my Louis, Louisville slugger. Use your Louisville slugger you got from Kentucky and yep. fucking crack <laughs> it right across his head. Because it's uh, finally, finally, you know, this type of violence is is, is uh, being accepted again. Yeah, yeah, Just I'm little... glad. Finally, I can hurt people and it's <laughs> acceptable. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. All right, thanks, dude. Thank you.